Okay, it is April 5th, time for another episode of Come On Out MMA Podcast. Um, I wasn't going to record anything today, um, wasn't really feeling up to it, just kind of feeling kind of shitty about the whole state of things right now, but um decided to go, go ahead and 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 um, do this and the subject today um, the first subject is going to be Michael Bisping um, and his recent uh, interview with TSN Bisping has been a, a voice of reason in this and during the coronavirus pandemic really outspoken on his feelings um, about social distancing and trying to um, do everything he can to uh, alert people to, you know, do what they can to stop the spread of the coronavirus and, and COVID-19. Um, but it was a little disappointing to hear what he had to say to TSN's Aaron Bronstetter um, last last week. Um, so I'm going to share what he said, and then I will have some comments on that. Um, so here we go with Mr. Michael Bisping. Yeah, it's not looking up uh, right now. It looks like it's, you know, we still have a long uh, haul ahead of us, unfortunately. Um, well, the UFC, uh, you know, you, you announce their shows uh, on whenever you're assigned them. They're looking to hold an event on April 18th, and um, they're looking to do it in a safe fashion. Uh, what do you think of this idea? Yeah, listen, you know, with the UFC, I mean, I'm going to sound like a bit of a hypocrite here, but, you know, with the UFC, fight safety has always been paramount. And, you know, when we talk about those workers that I spoke about a moment ago, you know, that are struggling to make ends meet, obviously people at the top of the food chain in the UFC, you know, your big, big names, they've done well. But there's a lot of people out there still struggling, still making out their, starting out their careers, still finding their way, you know, and they still need to make a living. Um you know, so I understand the UFC. Listen, I understand what Dana said a few weeks ago. He said, this is what I do all the time. I overcome these obstacles constantly. You know, we've got 500 people. I was talking about this on my podcast yesterday. There's 500 fighters or so, roughly 500 on the UFC roster. And there's a lot of volatile individuals, a lot of people that don't follow rules, a lot of people that might get arrested or, or whatever. I mean, you know, look at John Jones. Look at these madness, these crazy stories that happen all the time. And Dana always has to find a way around it. I mean, look at the example with John Jones when, um, you know, he tested positive, but California would give him a license. So they moved the entire event on a few days' notice to California. Dana's an expert in doing this. You know, Dana's not going to put people at risk, though. So he's going to, you know, he's going to make uh, uh, advised strategic choices as to how we can do this. The fighters are still willing to do it. And I know damn sure people are still willing to watch it. I know I am. So, uh you know, yesterday we're hearing that Khabib versus Tony isn't going to happen and they're looking for a replacement. I can't wait to see it. I'm looking forward to hearing uh, who, who the replacement is going to be. Of course, you know, I, I do sound like a hypocrite compared to what I just said. But they're going to do it in a, in a controlled environment, you know. So we're not going to have hundreds or thousands of people all getting together in one place and, and spreading uh, the virus. I believe that everyone's going to be tested. And, you know, if, if there's anybody that looks or sounds or shows symptoms of any of this, then yeah, they're out the door. Well, first things first, um, Bisping does sound like a bit of a hypocrite here, um, and at least he 
is willing to acknowledge that and know that what he's saying is hypocritical. Um, so I'll give him um, credit for that. What I don't um, like about this is um, portraying Dana White as an expert in this. This isn't a. This isn't just finding another place um, that will give a fighter a license to compete. Like like Bisping says about the John Jones situation, this isn't that. This isn't a hiccup. This isn't a bump in the road. This is a global pandemic where every other sport in the world, in the world, has hit pause. So this is, it's it's a selfish, and I don't know what the motivation is, but it's not a normal situation. And it should not be treated as, well, this is what we do. We figure out problems. This isn't a problem that needs to be figured out. The problem is Dana White pushing forward with something that no sensible person would do. There's no sense to this. So don't give him an out. Don't give him an attaboy. Don't give him a pat on the back. Because contrary to what Bisbing is saying, he is putting people in danger. Dana White is putting people in danger. He's putting people in danger because they're going to go to the to this wherever this event's going to be held, and there is a, a there is a chance that that the coronavirus can be passed on during this event. I don't care how many people are going to be there; uh, it'll be a low amount, sure, but there's still a chance that the coronavirus gets passed on, and then the guys get on a plane, they and gals get on planes, travel to wherever they're going, go through airports, get in a, a, a car uh, to go back to their homes, and then they're with their families. Uh, that's a big, big, unnecessary risk. All of that, unnecessary risk for whatever reason. And uh, Bisping says he thinks that that the guys are going to get tested. Okay, Thinking it and knowing it are two different things. Dana White has not announced a plan, has not said word one about how he's going to make sure this is a safe event. Because the fact of the matter is, no matter what, it will not be 100% safe. It's just not going to be. And that's not a chance that someone should be willing to take in this environment. This isn't uh, a flu. This isn't a cold. This isn't anything like that. This is an illness that can kill people and has killed many, many people and will continue to do that. So what is the benefit of taking that risk? It's a financial benefit for the UFC. Sure, it is. But is it worth that? And to, um, to say that these fighters need to fight to get paid, 100% true. That doesn't have to be. The UFC can it can make other arrangements. The UFC can change its pay structure. The UFC has options other than making people fight at this time. And yes, they'll say the fighters are willing to fight, and that's true. But when they haven't been paid for months and months, it's not a matter of wanting to it's more a matter of having to um anybody can say what they want but these these folks have to fight to get paid 
That's the fact. Doesn't need to be, but right now it is. So this is a very disappointing thing for to hear from Bisping. Um, and I understand why he would say it because he is he is part of the UFC broadcast team and so he kind of has to toe the line but for someone who hasn't towed the line up until this point why why start now I don't have any faith that Dana White is going to keep people safe I just don't there's nothing to say that he will there's nothing to say that he has planned on doing that because no one knows how to do that right now other than to keep people social distancing and stay in their homes when possible. These fighters, everyone affiliated with this event, could very well stay home. The UFC could pay them to stay home. They're not doing that. It's not doing that. It's nonsensical. It's dangerous. It's borderline criminal. Spin it any way you want. It's unsafe. And it will remain unsafe. And it should be canceled. So disappointing from Michael Bisping, without a doubt. I would have hoped uh, to hear better from him, but um, it is what it is at this point. Hopefully UFC 249 still ends up in the in the scrap heap and gets rescheduled. Well, I've said that, you know, when people criticize Dana, you have to know Dana and you have to know where his heart is. And his heart is with making sure that all of the UFC employees stay employed, that there's no layoffs that the fighters get to make a little bit of money, that the people at home during this virus are entertained. Now, of course, you know, the social distancing aspect is being disregarded. It's a risk versus reward situation. But at the same time, I think that if they are testing all the fighters and all the personnel for the coronavirus in advance, that, and you are doing it again in an empty arena, that you're going to minimize any sort of damage that, that can occur. And I do think that there is such a, a massive appetite right now for people to get this kind of entertainment. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think I saw recently an article. There was, uh, there was streaming a live game of marbles on YouTube, and it had like 300,000 viewers or something like that. So people are desperate. And just going back to what you said about Dana there, and far be it from me to have to speak about Dana because he doesn't need me as a spokesman. But I'll just give you an example. I remember uh, I had a detached retina, and then my retina redetached, and I was training to fight Mark Munoz. And I think it was like two, three weeks before the fight. And I called Dana and I said, listen, I've got bad news. My retina is really detached. I said, but don't worry. They can fix the surgery. It'll take me a few days. Sorry, they can fix the eye. Give me a surgery. It'll take a few days for it to heal. And then I'll take it easy and I'll be good to go. And Dana's like, shut up. What are you talking about? There is absolutely no way we're putting you at that kind of risk. We're going to speak to your doctors. Simple as that. And I'm like, no, 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 Dana, because I wanted to fight. I wanted to earn a living. But he said, he said, no, it's not safe for you to do that. So you're not fighting, and that fight was called off. So Dana, you know, he's a brass spokesman for the company, but, you know, he cares deeply about everybody involved, from the fighters to all the staff that work for the UFC. If you don't know, that was um, Aaron Bronstetter from TSN before uh, Michael Bisping on that clip. Um, Aaron Bronstetter is a very good uh, MMA journalist. He is excellent at what he does he is unafraid to take stances he is unafraid to push dana white on on things when he gets to speak to mr white and um i he's uh, i respect what he does but i think he is wrong in this one um 
the if the UFC is going to test everybody, we don't know if they are, and we don't know if that's good enough, um, because you can be carrying the virus and not show symptoms. Um, so that's a big, 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 big if. Um, I don't believe there is an appetite for this because it is not going to be a free event. Um, there might be an, uh, an appetite for a UFC event that's on you know ESPN. Um, the Brasilia card, the numbers on that showed otherwise. But perhaps there will be for, for this since there's been a, a big absence of sports right now. But I don't think there's an appetite for people who are in financial difficulties to fork over $70 for a pay-per-view when... Um, when there's there's you know you don't know if you're going to be able to make your rent make your mortgage um buy food um if there's going to be a another an additional hardship as at the same time you're you're stuck at home and can't work so to ask people to pay seventy dollars on top of that i think their appetite gets decreased for each dollar over zero um uh, that the UFC asked people to pay for a pay-per-view during a pandemic. So I don't think that is, I think a lot of people are overestimating the appetite for a, a sports event that is not free right now. And also the, the question of risk versus reward. The risk is incredibly high. The reward is for a very small number of people. So the risk shouldn't be taken. The risk is someone gets coronavirus uh, and passes it on or they themselves become ill and, and, and die. That's a, that's a giant risk. And you're doing that for, uh, to put money in, in the UFC's pocket and to entertain some people. To me, uh, that risk isn't worth taking. I, I, I don't see any benefit to me if I was a fighter and they said, hey, you're making 20 and 20, go fly somewhere during a global pandemic and, uh, you know, maybe you'll make 40 grand. That, that's a no-brainer. I don't do that because my health is more important than putting additional money in someone else's pocket. You know, Dana White's going to be okay financially from this. Uh, another a fighter is not going to be they'll make a couple bucks big deal and it's it's dumb dumb to hold this on and Bisping's example while it shows that you know Dana White did the right thing for him perhaps the right thing in this case is to cancel the event postpone it uh, and make it happen when things are a little safer, a lot safer. So again, Bisping's example, while nice, is not the same. It's not an injured fighter that you're taking care of here. You're putting fighters at risk, a life and death situation. It's stupid. It couldn't be dumber. But yet, Dana White is stubbornly doing this for no reason no reason whatsoever other than money um and is he even going to is white even going to go travel to this event because that'll tell you something if he doesn't
I'll tell you a lot if he doesn't. So the whole thing, uh, very disappointing to hear this from, from Bisping, but again, I understand um, why he would say it, disappointed that he did, but um, that's where we're at with, with this situation. A couple days ago, uh, let me find it here, Steve Kim, who is, I guess uh, he is, his, his Twitter handle is Steve Kim, is Steve ESPN Kim. He tweeted out, I know Dana White is taking a ton of heat for his insistence that his events will take place, but for all the criticisms he's, he's getting as soon as he gets off one event, I really think others in the combat, in combat sports will then begin to follow suit very quickly. I, um, I disagree with this assessment because Scott Coker has already, from Bellator, has already canceled all of their event, events through May. So White can hold this event um, on the 18th of April if, if it happens, which I hope it does not. Um, and the second biggest promotion in, in the world is not going to hold an event right away. They, they've can't postponed everything through May. So I don't think anybody should follow Dana White's lead. I think people should follow Scott Coker's lead and scrap their events until this is safe. Um, to, to do anything else is reckless. Uh, don't, I mean, anyone that follows Dana White as their, as some kind of um, beacon of, of integrity is going to be sorely disappointed. Um, so instead, maybe... Maybe maybe take a, a clue from Scott Coker on this one. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, another thing I want to discuss is ESPN's John, I mean, UFC's John Anik tweeted out that, uh, rest assured, nothing about this is ideal. I wish we were shutting it down, but that is not my reality. Things change daily. On April 5th, I am able and therefore willing and I respect those who find great fault with that mentality. Stay healthy. Now, I'm, I'm probably reading a lot into this um, based on my own opinions of the event, but that does not sound like someone who's really jazzed to uh, to be covering an event in, in this environment. Um, I mean, he acknowledges that he wishes that the event was being shut down. He acknowledges that he respects those who find great fault with um, his saying that he's willing and able to do this. I just kind of get the feeling here that Anik is kind of over a barrel, so to speak, with this one because he um, his options are limited. And this is a man who has a family, um, and it just sounds like he was more or less told that he's going to do this um, so if his option is make a living or, 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 or stand by his, what he thinks is the right thing to do, he, he's got a tough call to make here. Um, and if his decision is to, to go do his job, I can't say that I, I can't say that I mean, I'm, I'm disappointed, but that's his decision. Um, and hopefully he, hopefully that decision gets taken out of his hands and this event gets scrapped. But I feel bad for, for someone like that. 
Um, and, I, and I do feel bad for the fighters, too, but the UFC could take care of all these folks if they wished. They just don't wish to do so. Um, so while it's admirable that Dana White is not going to lay anybody off from the, the UFC staff, the fact that he is moving ahead and having this fight go on to the and, and more or less forcing the independent contractors to work for their money um, is is gross and it shouldn't happen but I mean it's I don't know I don't know it's it's just it's just dumb and it should be condemned and I do think that when this is all done if UFC 249 takes place if UFC 250 takes place if any of the events that should be postponed in here take place. I think this will be remembered as one of the dumbest things the UFC has ever done in its history. It won't be looked at as admirable or a, a, that White did the right thing because he is absolutely doing the wrong thing. Um, and hopefully if this does happen... I'm I'm hopeful no one becomes ill and no one in their family has become ill, um, because that would be that would be pretty terrible. Um, it would be horrific, and and all in the all because Dana White wants to stage a fight card during a, a goddamn global pandemic. Nonsensical, dangerous, borderline criminal. Um, so again, I wasn't going to do anything today. Felt kind of obligated with when all this stuff kind of popped in my, into my head. So hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully the news comes down that UFC 249 is in the crapper at some point. Um, but we shall see. Until then, uh, stay safe. Mm -hmm.